when someone makes the decision to purchase your offer, no matter what it is, they 100% believe with everything in them that your offer is going to solve their problem and that your offer is going to get them the result that they want to get, whatever that is. They are not buying it to maybe get results. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 530. Well, hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a great week. Can you believe we're almost in July? I have been heads down planning my Alaska trip. I feel like a um, air traffic controller right now in my life. There's just like so much coordination that needs to happen. I probably need a little more support um, from like a personal assistant that I don't have. But my nanny is out this week. And so my husband and I are like, okay, I'll take the mornings, you take the afternoons. There's just a lot more to do, um, a little bit more chaos. And I'm also planning our Alaska trip, which are all just amazing, quote, problems to have. I know I'm very fortunate to have the support that I have and to be able to travel the way that I have. I've worked very hard to get here, but um, I feel like there's just so much coordination happening between the kids and their activities and not having that extra support that we are normally used to this week. And then planning Alaska is a big undertaking. Um, I said last night to my husband, I'm like, I could probably have a side job as a travel agent because I'm really good at this. Um, I am really good at planning trips. It's like a, a skill set of mine that I have. Um, I do a lot of research and it's really cool because it's how I learn. Like I look at maps and how far away something is as I plan kind of the itinerary. But Alaska is huge, as you know. Um, and so there's a lot of coordination. We're staying almost in a different place every night because we have to move from um, a certain place to a certain place to like get the train or get the airplane into Denali National Park the next day. So it's almost all planned. Um, and then I get to move to planning all of August. We're trying to get out of here, get out of Texas all of August. And I have, you know, just the decisions of where are we going to go? Are we going to do multiple places or just California? But it's looking like we're going to end up in Wyoming for two weeks by the Grand Tetons, which, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And then uh, with my family in California for a few weeks. So I've been having so much f- fun planning it all, but it also is like, I'm a little bit of a last minute planner um, because I don't like to commit to something too far away. (laughs) Like someone just asked us if we wanted to join their family on a trip in October. And I was like, I don't know. Like that's way too far away. I don't even know if I'll be here. I don't know what I'm going to be wanting to do. I like I can't commit to that until maybe August. So then you have to book the stuff, especially in Alaska, because it gets sold out. Um, So I've been really working to plan that. And yeah, just really enjoying life right now. Enjoying being present, grounded. I got to go wake surfing the other day, um, took most of the day off and just got to go wake surfing with some amazing entrepreneurs in Austin and trying to make the best of the 105 degree days that we're having here, which is terrible. But I've got my garden and my wake surfing and my kids and I'm still happy and looking forward to getting out into the mountains. All right. So today's podcast episode is inspired by a couple of questions I got last week after teaching my workshop, which is a super common question that I get. Um, And that's around, I'm getting leads. I'm getting people into my funnel. 
I'm getting traffic. It might be a small amount of traffic, but I'm not making sales. And the reality with marketing, and this is something that I think I do really well and the way that I look at marketing that might um, simplify things that people overcomplicate it. Marketing is simple. Like it's not easy to have success with marketing, but there's only a few levers that you can pull or a few things that will impact what you're doing. And so it's not as complicated as we often make it. And so I'm going to answer this question of what if I'm not getting sales? And so you're in this situation, you are getting leads, but you're not getting sales. And that's a common problem. Um, You know, the hardest thing to do is to make your first few sales and to prove your offer, especially to cold traffic, because cold traffic is very different than warm traffic. Somebody who already knows you and has a relationship with you is going to be very different from someone who just came across your brand. It's a different experience. You have to build that relationship and nurture. And so oftentimes also people may have some experience selling to warm traffic. And then when they go to sell to cold traffic, meaning they bring new leads into their funnel, their customer experience, they don't convert them. And oftentimes that is because of messaging or the experience isn't set up for somebody who doesn't know them. So anyways, I got asked this question. And my answer both times was it can only be one of four things. That is it. It is one of these things, hands down guaranteed. The first thing it is most likely, and this is why it is so hard to nail an offer because messaging is challenging. Really good messaging takes time. It takes optimization. It takes iterations. It takes going deep. It takes listening to your audience. And it is something you're constantly going to be improving. So that's your offer positioning. The way you're talking about your offer, the way you're selling it, the way you're explaining it, the way you're breaking it down, the way you're connecting it to the problems it solves, the way that you are connecting it to the frustrations and the desires that your audience has, and the way you're making it clear for them. It is not easy because what you're dealing with when you sell an offer is you only have a limited amount of time that someone's going to listen to you before they stop listening to the webinar, stop reading the email, stop reading the sales page and go do something else. And so if you don't keep them engaged and understanding that this is going to solve their problem and help them achieve the desired result that they want, you're going to lose them. But you also have to clearly lay it out. And especially if you have an offer that isn't just a single you know, physical product, but it has components to it and different live support or different modules and different elements to it, you have to lay it out so they can so clearly say it, see it in the shortest amount of time. And so this takes time to master. So if you are getting leads and they're not converting, the first thing to look at is the way you're selling your offer, which I call it your offer positioning. How are you connecting that to pain, frustration, desires? How are you breaking down the components of your offer and laying it out of how they're going to achieve their result in a certain period of time? I was just on a client meeting where we talked about how with cold traffic, we have to lay this offer out even more of how quickly they can make their investment back because warm traffic was trusting her and was buying 
more than cold traffic, which is common, but the gap was cold traffic didn't know how quickly they could make their investment back and what that would look like and what that potential path could be. So we pulled in testimonials and social proof that said that and we laid it out for them in the sales emails and in the experience. And so the first place to look is how you're selling your offer. And can you dig deeper? Can you connect more to those emotional components that they'll connect with? Your ideal customer will feel an experience. And then can you lay your offer out more clearly? Remember, you don't want to just talk about the features of an offer. You're not just listing the modules or listing the components of your offer or what's included. You need to talk about the benefits. Nobody cares about how many modules you have and what the title of them is or what your live support looks like or you know the retreats in your mastermind nobody cares about that unless they understand the benefits of all of those things so it's it's not easy to do this like every time that i create a webinar and a pitch like i'm always trying to refine how can i simplify this how can I break it down in the shortest amount of time so I don't lose people, but also make it as clear as humanly possible? So that's the first thing it could be. The second thing it could be is the customer journey, the experience you create that leads up to the offer. And these are in order of like most likely what it is. So the second thing could be your actual strategy, your actual customer journey, because if you are overwhelming people before they get to when you present your offer, then they're likely not going to buy. And so if you're not doing the two things that a customer journey, a lead gen strategy, a webinar, a funnel, whatever you want to call it, is supposed to do, this is specifically for people leading to a digital product or service. It does matter as much with e-commerce, but it's not as long as a journey. But the two things it's supposed to do is one, it's supposed to create the feeling of possibility and understanding that they can get their desired results. So the experience you want people to have is, oh, that's what I've been doing wrong this whole time. Oh, or, oh, I could totally see that I could do this, that this would fit my experience and my situation and I can achieve this. Now I see the pathway. Now I see what was missing. You want to create a like mini transformational experience where people get enough information that it's valuable. Anytime you're creating transformation, it is valuable for somebody because you are getting them to see a different path or to see what they were doing wrong or to get clarity around what they were stuck on. And then simultaneously, you also need to be creating a gap that your offer is going to fill. And this is really important because you can't give somebody a laundry list of a bunch of things they need to go do to solve their problem because then what happens when you come and introduce your offer? They're going to be like, well, I don't really need it. I don't need this offer because I have a list of 15 things I need to go do first or I'm super overwhelmed and I don't know what way is the right for me. I don't know if this is going to work for me. I'm really overwhelmed. I just got kind of like fire hose sprayed with information. Nobody's going to buy if they're overwhelmed. Nobody. Who buys in an overwhelmed state? When someone makes the decision to purchase your offer, no matter what it is, they 100% believe with everything in them that your offer is going to solve their problem and that your offer is going to get them the result that they want to get, whatever that is. They are not buying it to maybe get results. They're not buying it to maybe solve their problem. In the moment, they believe it will 100% solve their problem, and that's when they make a buying decision. And so you have to, one, create the vision and the pathway to possibility by showing them either what they're doing wrong or what that pathway looks like and creating that clarity. 
And then number two, you have to create a gap that your offer fills. So it's like, I'm going to give you this information and this clarity, but you still need X, Y, Z, and that's your offer. So if your strategy doesn't do this leading up to the offer, that could be why you're not making sales. If you're not getting people engaged and having that good experience throughout your strategy, that could be why you're maybe not making sales. And so looking at that, I think a lot of people overlook this. Um, So that means looking at the webinar, looking at the lead gen content, looking at the email sequence, looking at all the places that you are communicating with the lead leading up to your offer because you have to put them in the exact right state of mind where they believe the possibility, they have the clarity, but they still have a problem. And it's like an art to be able to do that. And just like with the offer positioning, it sometimes takes refinement. Okay, so that's the second possible thing it could be. The third thing, and this is what people like to blame first, but it's honestly rarely this, is the actual targeting and the quality of the lead in the funnel. It is so rare that I see actual like ad targeting as the problem. That's the easiest thing to blame is to be like, oh, I must just not be targeting the right audiences. But honestly, with most industries, there's audiences that are like guaranteed your ideal customers in. And so how you stand out is through messaging. It's through copy. And that can be a little more complex, but we're going to talk about this from this perspective. So it could be targeting slash not getting in the right quality leads into your funnel, but how you do that the best is two ways. One, your copy and your messaging. So let's say you're looking for a business owner at a certain stage. This is for someone who is making zero to 10K a month. This is for someone who's going from five to six figures. This is for someone already making six figures. And you call that out in your copy. You call it out in your ad copy, you call it out on your landing page, you call it out everywhere and you speak directly to that person. The other piece, and I've even made this mistake, is in the actual experience you're creating, is that the right thing for the ideal customer you're trying to attract? So if I'm trying to attract our done-for-you clients that want to spend the $2,500 a month and they want us to do everything for them from strategy to ads to everything... I'm talking to a different person than if I'm talking to someone who's ready for the done with you. They're at different levels. So we will plan promotions and like webinar trainings and events and podcast series targeted to those specific people at different times. So for example, um, last week we did a training that was more targeted towards Um, are essential done with you clients. Now we'll get the done for you people in there, but I'm clear going into the promotion who we're really trying to target. And I'm able to then create the experience for that person. And so if you have someone who let's say is a beginning business owner, you need to create an experience for them. That means your lead magnet, your webinar, whatever the experience is, it needs to be right for them. Same thing as if you're trying to target a more experienced business owner. If you create something that a beginner would be attracted to because it's so basic, you're not going to get the experienced business owner in there. Let's look at this from a consumer standpoint. Like if you target consumers, let's say the health and wellness industry. If you are looking for somebody who is already interested in losing weight, 
they've already said like, I am actively doing this. I'm actively trying diets, whatever. Like I've already identified that I have a problem and I'm already trying a bunch of things that aren't working. That's different than trying to find someone who knows they need to lose weight, but's not actively doing something about it. And you have to almost educate and convince them to do it and give them the solution. That's two different people. And so if I create a lead magnet for the person who is actively trying different diets, but really my ideal customer is somebody who isn't doing that and knows that they're overweight, but is not actively doing anything about it, I'm going to have a disconnect. And so there's a lot that goes into the experience, the the free offer that you create, the lead generation. If you want to apply this to e-commerce, it's really going to come down into your messaging, your ad copy, your copy on your product page, your creative. Like, are you attracting that person who is going to be interested in your product? One of our clients sells high ticket and they're like one of the more expensive of hammock stands. They're going after a certain person who would be interested in that. And I was on their strategy call, I think it was like six months ago. And I remember talking about how in the ad copy and creative, we had to speak to that person versus the person who's just like maybe interested in getting a hammock stand, which we can still attract those people, but we want to be as specific as possible to the people that we want to attract in our messaging. So when you say, okay, my targeting or I'm not attracting like quality people in, Yeah, it could be ad targeting, but it's like so rare that I see that as the problem. Most of the time it comes down to the messaging and the actual free offer itself and what you're using to bring people in and is that attracting a a lower quality person. So that's the third um, thing it can be. The fourth thing is your actual offer itself is what you're selling, your product, your service, your digital product, whatever it is, isn't what people want. And sometimes we have to face that reality. Usually it's how you're talking about it, like that they actually want it and need it, but how you're talking about it is the problem. But there are some times where you have a miss and what you are selling is not solving the real problem that people need um, or achieving the desire they want to achieve and you need to shift the offer. And if you're in that place, it comes down to listening to your audience paying attention to what they say, their problems, frustrations, desires are, interviewing them if you have to, talking to as many of them as possible and learning from them so that you can craft the perfect offer. Because when you do nail that offer and you have the combination of a really good offer that solves the problem that your ideal customer has with really good messaging that clearly lays that out, and makes them see that this will solve their problem and believe it, selling becomes so easy. It's not hard to sell a good offer. People want to solve their problems. People want to achieve their desires and get to their goals and have that future state of themselves that you can help them get to. People want that. Your job is to create the dream offer and to talk about it in a way that they can understand, like I said at the beginning with all the messaging. And if you can do that, marketing becomes so much easier. This can take refinement. This can take different messaging iterations. And also as the industry shifts and changes, as the economy shifts and changes, your audience may shift and change what they need. And that means your offer may have to shift and change. You are not committed to the same offer for the next five years. You're going to probably have to adapt and pivot and make some shifts. The only way you can do that is to constantly be listening to your audience 
about what they need and what they want and what they're feeling frustrated about and adapt that to your offer. So hopefully I gave you some takeaways if you are in this boat. I want you guys to know that a lot of businesses get into a place where they either previously had an offer that is no longer converting or they launch a new offer and it doesn't nail it out the gate. And it's more common than you think. Like we help clients who are established business owners oftentimes refine their offer because it is such a core part of marketing. And it usually is the root of why your leads are not converting. So, all right, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you on Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.